Business News, International Sports and Entertainment News. Radio on GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. Coming up, Nigeria's Tinubu removes security chief in major reshuffle. Plans to demolish Tamale Abuabu timber market is insensitive, says Suhuyeni. And Jechi Kwesin's trial, insulting remarks by Attorney General, unacceptable, Chachichikata tells court. In other stories, a world shake Ghana's foundation before 2024 elections with corruption expose, says Anas. This business, sports and showbiz, is coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, the details. Nigeria's President Bola Tinubu has made sweeping changes to the defense forces, forcing out the security chief and the head of police less than a month after taking office. Tinubu, who was sworn into office May 29, has named new commanders of the defense forces, Army, Navy and Air Force, with immediate effect. The secretary to the government of the federation said in a statement Monday, Willie Bassi, a spokesman for the secretary to the Nigerian government, was quoted by national media confirming the immediate retirement of all service chiefs and the inspector general of police, advisors, comptroller general of customs from service, as well as their replacement with immediate effect. The Nigerian president has made security one of his key priorities and promised reforms to the sector, including the recruitment of more soldiers and police officers while paying and equipping them better. On his first day in office, Tinibu said, we shall invest more in our security personnel and this means more than an increase in number. We shall provide better training, equipment, pay and firepower. It is not unusual for a new Nigerian president to send security chiefs into early retirement upon taking office as Tinubu did Monday. Nigeria's military is stretched with long-running fighting against rebel groups as well as banditry and kidnappings for ransom that has spread insecurity to most parts of the country. Major General Christopher Musa, who until last year was leading the army's fight against the armed uprising, takes over as the new chief of defense staff from Lucky Irabo. Now, in other stories, the Member of Parliament for Tamale North, Alhassan Suhini, has criticized the government's plan to demolish the Tamale Ababo timber market in the northern region, describing it as insensitive. According to the MP, the government sold the land, which is home to many timber traders, to a private developer for redevelopment in 2020. Mr. Suhini expressed concern that the affected traders have not been offered compensation or provided with alternative location prior to the planned demolition. He emphasized that the timber market has been a long-standing business center that supports the livelihood of traders and their families. 
In response, the Minister for Lands and Natural Resources, Samuel Abdullahi Jinapur, refuted these claims, stating that they were false. He explained that the granting of lease for redevelopment occurred before he assumed office and falls within the government's broader redevelopment scheme. The minister clarified that there are no permanent structures in the market, only cures and containers, and stated that the Lands Commission, in collaboration with other stakeholders, is working to ensure adequate compensation for those affected. Mr. Jinapo said the Lands Commission, in collaboration with other stakeholders, were working to compensate the people who would be affected. Now, the lead counsel for James Jechekwe Singh Chachu Chikata has registered his displeasure with remarks made by Attorney General Godfrey Yabuadami. Mr. Dame had urged the court to hear the case on a day-to-day -day basis, insisting the state was entitled to an expeditious trial. This was despite consent by lawyers for the embattled former Asin North MP that he should be afforded a longer adjournment to enable him to campaign for the upcoming by-election. He is introducing political matters which are extraneous. He is saying the accused is involved in a national assignment. Who gave him a national assignment? It is in the interest of justice for the matter to be expeditious. The case be heard on a day-to-day -day basis, Mr. Dami said. The court agreed with this view and fixed the hearing for June 20 to June 23rd. Lawyers for Mr. Quasing have, however, filed processes urging the court to review this decision. Mr. Chikata Tuesday urged the court to adjourn proceedings to June 28 to afford him ample time to campaign. Deputy Attorney General Alfred Tia told the court his office had not been served with the court processes. He asked that the trial continues and that the argument against the day-to-day -day hearing can be dealt with on Wednesday. This did not sit well with Mr. Chikata, who pointed out that they had serious reservations about how the Attorney General's office was handling the case. The Deputy Attorney General, however, insisted it was only fair the Attorney General had the chance to respond to the issues, especially because of the claims of the comments made by the Attorney General. The court has since adjourned proceedings to June 21. 2023. Now, investigative journalist Anas Armiao Anas says he will soon release an investigative piece on some politicians in Ghana. In a televised interview, he said he has not released any piece on Ghana for a couple of months now because of the work that is going into the upcoming expose. The interview touched on whether Anas was a terrorist was recently said by a high court judge. Anas defended his method and talked about corruption in Africa. He said the work that I am doing now might be the last before we get into the 2024 elections. But already the signs are very clear and I can tell you that the foundation would be shaken once again. He added that he is being thorough with the upcoming documentary so that it can have an effect just like the last one which led to the removal of the former Minister of State 
at the Ministry of Finance, Charles Edoboahin, Anas Armiel Anas has recently been drawing criticisms from a section of the public following the failed defamation suits he filed against the Member of Parliament for Asin Central, Kennedy Ejapon. Now in business, Ghana's inflation rate is projected to climb over the next two months. This is the latest forecast from IC Research Africa. This is largely due to the unfavorable pricing effect of the three new taxes as well as the recent increase in utility tariffs. After four consecutive months of declines in headline inflation, Ghana's disinflation phase is set back in May 2023. In May, inflation rose to 42.2%, up from 41.2% in April. This marginal rise was mostly related to an increase in food inflation during the period, but according to IC Africa's Ghana May 2023 inflation report, this trend would continue. According to IC Research, while the 1.0% increase in headline inflation was unexpected, it is not surprising. It cited Parliament's passage of the excise duty and excise tax stamp, the income tax and the growth and sustainability levies, and the 18.4% and the 4 to 15% high in water tariff, respectively, as key factors. The analysis suggested a spillover of price pressure into June 2023, consistent with its conclusion that a near-term outlook is clouded by elevated pricing expectations from IMF-supported price-sensitive measures. But these pressures are expected to persist over the next two months owing to the expectation that manufacturers and distributors may stagger prices adjustment in response to the increasing market circumstances now moving to some sports black star striker asamoajan has announced his retirement from football the 37 year old made this known at the 30th annual meeting of the african export import bank afrizim bank in accra jan retires as ghana's all-time scorer with 51 goals in 109 matches he enjoyed an 18-year club career from playing for Liberty Professionals in 2003 to a brief stint at Legon City in 2021. John made his mark on the international stage with notable appearance with the FIFA World Cup of 2006, 2010 and 2014. He wrote his name in history as a top African goal scorer in World Cup tournament having netted an impressive tally of six goals. Aksamwajan's contribution to Ghana's football success extended beyond the World Cup as he represented his country in various other prestigious competitions. He proudly donned the Ghanaian jersey at the 2004 Summer Olympics and featured prominently in seven African Cup of Nations tournament held in 2008, 2010, 2012, 2013, 2015, 2017, and 2019. Ghana's notable achievements in the tournament include a third place finish in 2008, 
and runner-up position in 2010 and 2015. John's football journey began in 2003 when he commenced his professional career with Liberty Professionals, a prominent club in the Ghanaian Premier League. Now moving to showbiz, actress Yvonne Nelson has revealed that her memoir is intended to share her personal story without seeking a sympathy or validation. In the introduction to the book title, I Am Not Yvonne Nelson, she emphasized that her primary motivation for writing is not to correct others' perception of her. The actress clarified that she does not aim to elicit sympathy or challenge anyone's version of events. The main purpose of her memoir, Yvonne Nelson explained, is to offer guidance to future generations, enabling them to make informed decisions. She emphasized her desire to be genuine and transparent, particularly for young women who require the truth to shape their decisions. She believes her book will provide answers to the most pressing questions about her life. Even Nelson acknowledged the distance she has already covered but expressed her aspiration to achieve even greater things in the future. She clarified that she is not writing her memoir because she believes she has reached her peak. She linked life's journey to a race where the pace is determined by one's pursuers. In the case, the driving force behind her endeavor began its relentless pursuit long before she was born. Yvonne Nelson also revealed that she has maintained a mostly silent presence aside from dropping hints in her book and participating in significant media interviews and that's it with the midday news on ghana talks radio do log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awen temi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time have a good afternoon this is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation.